0: Has arrived the time is now and you are here right where you need to be you need to be sat in your chairs you need to have zero pants otherwise you do it wrong unless you're still at work in which case i mean still take your pants off right i mean don't fucking slack on us don't do that still get those pants off that's what the most important thing in the world is ladies and gentlemen and welcome back once again to drama time we are here i've got to pre-warn you look look no jokes, it's going to get real fucking weird. It's going to get real weird. Alright? I need you to bear with me on this. But I'm just going to put out the warning. I'm making it loud and making it clear. It's going to get weird. Because we're here to celebrate the weirdness that we occur. That we see, day in, day out, in the online gaming world. People with that anonymity. They get a little uh, They get a little strange when they got anonymity. They get a little weird. They we get a little unusual. They act in a way they would never act in the real world. Don't they? They act in very strange and wonderful ways. Weirder than usual? Yes. A little weirder than usual. Uh, But we're not going to start there right now. That's not what's going to be happening. We're not going to start there right now because it would be too much. We would be overwhelmed. What we do have is several people seeking advice. And they have decided that the best place on the entire internet superhighway to come for that advice is here. Because of our sound judgement. Our long-standing history of providing advice and guidance to the people in need. Here is the place to get that done. So we must deliver, my friends. We must deliver in a way that upholds that story. And upholds that conviction that we are the place to get your advice from. (laughs) I don't recommend it. I don't recommend it. I really don't okay all right so this one was called yo Nightbane. it caught my eye because it looks extremely dramatic and i have no idea how Nightbane could cause this now some people before the stream started we've been streaming all day today i uh, had uh, a theory it maybe involves the mounts which i forgot last uh, there was a mount that dropped but i don't know i can see in the tags here though it says classic so it's not the mount there's a man at my door can you hear the knocking There's a man at the door. Must have known it was drama time. (coughs) Roring drama. Rude. Inconceivable. Illogical. Have a man at the door during drama time, but that's okay. We got past it. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go. Mr. Preacher, and a wonderful hello for this honorable chat. I first like to apologize for my terrible English. I am indeed hailing from Austria, but I'm not a native speaker. I was never good in English at school, so I learned it the old fashioned way back in the mid 90s on the internet, playing games with my 56k modem. I have absolutely no clue about grammar or that kind of shit. And to be honest, I really don't have a clue about that shit in German either. I just talk and write how I think it sounds good. (laughs) I hope it's readable. So far, so good. The fact is, even more shocking if you take my job into account. But more on that later. Alright. I'm a long time viewer on the YouTube and have grown to love drama. I love it and have now decided it's time to seek the wisdom of Preacher and the Jury. The all-knowing chat. I need your advice. Okay. We'll do our best for you, pal. That's all we can promise, is we'll do our best. My MMO life started way back in the day with a famous game. It had crushing graphics, thick and juicy gameplay, and its world was inspiring. I started it with my friend and later spouse. Back then, we both played it in the evening like we were addicted. Of course, I talk about the unbelievable, the phenomenal... The Unstoppable Maple Story. It was Maple Story that we would have to do <laughs> monthly. We would have to pay monthly to play. Only snobs. Oh, we were not World of Warcraft that you had to pay monthly to play. Only snobs and elitists would pay monthly to play a game. But somehow this game looked quite tempting with this dark portal and funny demon dude with horns and shit. Talking about not being prepared or something along those lines kind of dragged me in. One day we thought, I mean, come on, let's give it a go. Together with a friend, we bought, uh, uh, we brought, who brought us to Maple Story in the first place. We created blood elves and stumbled across the starting zones. We started on a PvP RP realm, and both me and my then friend, now Spice, had, spouse, had no idea what any of these letters meant. But our friend said that this is the perfect server environment for us. Let's just say I'm eternally glad I picked Rogue as my class. My partner wasn't that lucky with the class choice as a priest and quit the game very quickly. But I kept playing. And during the journey to level 70, everyone started to talk about the new expansion. With a king. A dead king. Undead characters and things like that. At the time, I had no idea what was going on. My goal was not to reach level 70. I wanted to ride a big juicy Kodo because there was no way that one of those LSD chickens would be my first mount. And until I got that thing I would walk all by foot. Really? (laughs) Why? No matter how long it would take me. What a weird line to draw in the sand. (laughs) I'm not getting it. No I'm not doing that. I need a Kodo. I'm only gonna ride a Kodo. I kept my promise to myself and at some point that big giant beefy hunk of meat was mine between my legs. That sounded kind of awkward but you understand where I'm going with this. I do. I do. I I do get where you're going. But Wrath of the Lich King hit the server. I still had no clue about the icy dude and I hadn't even hit level 70. When I started to see characters with higher levels than 70 I thought I mean maybe this game's pretty good. So I went and bought that new expansion. At level 68, I went off to Northrend and this was the first time I actively started to read why I should be collecting 10 boar arses or kill a ton of vikings and decimate all of the population around me. I started to read about the lore and the great picture of Warcraft started to form for me. I made the promise to myself that I would know everything about this world. And I mean every last minute detail. You know, when I hit endgame with my rogue, I wasn't bad. Really, I mean that. I understood the rotation. I understood my cooldowns and all there was one thing I absolutely hated about my server and it wasn't the RP. In fact, even I loved that part. It was PvP. Yes, I was a rogue and yes, I could kill everything besides that stupid edgelord knights popping up out of the ground, but I rarely did that. I didn't want to kill those other players and most of the time just stealth and let them do their own business occasionally and very rarely there was a pvp fight and i had to defend myself and my enemy would later feel my wrath but overall the alliance generally seemed like a real bunch of nice folks also i had the impression that the people i ran dungeons with were pretty toxic no i was not in a guild back then so all dungeons i did were pugs or a bunch of lone wolves i knew overall there was more than one moment where i thought to myself wow these guys are kind of dickheads (laughs) (laughs) so i re-rolled i created a human rogue and a pve rp realm and this is where it was my beautiful magic moment i found happiness now knowing everything about the rogue i leveled to 80 in no time and soon when toc hit the server i again was level 80 and i joined myself a nice guild a friendly guild later i would raid the citadel and i ran there with very specific specs Coming from a PvP realm, I knew everything about the sub rogue and also that it was the PvP spec. Nobody would ever PvE a sub. But I had a secret weapon, my friends. I could do math. Because after years of torment, I quit my job and was studying to become a teacher in mathematics, physics and chemistry. This meant I didn't have to learn a language. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Seriously, I can proof you some of the trickiest things in mathematics But I just don't know what a fucking verb is <laughs> Fair enough oh, That makes so little sense to me <laughs> Also, I get to blow some shit up and get paid for it Which is really fun I knew how numbers would work when 3.3.3 hit the server I was unstoppable At a static fight like Salfang, the spec was suboptimal according to the community But as soon as some movement was required, this spec blew combat and assassination out of the water Fucking cheaters, knowing math and shit Later in 335, I did the same thing with a shadow priest I secretly leveled to surprise my guild (laughs) What does that mean? What What does that mean? I have a secret alt? Oh! Oh my god! Wow! (laughs) Surprise! I have another character in World of Warcraft We downed the Lich King Who I understood his full history by this point Until the start of Cataclysm I again again fulfilled My promise to myself and read every single Quest text in the game and since I have quite a good Memory except for verbs I still could do nearly 99% Of these quests to this day without Quest helper and know every story Behind every single quest It was a good time The spark of magic was alive. But Cataclysm sucked. And I quit during the Love is in the Air event. Fuck Cataclysm. Fuck you. What do you mean fuck Cataclysm? Fuck you. Fuck you. Cataclysm was great. You're shit at this game. You hear me? You hear me? Wherever you are. Math boy. Fucking garbage. Stick to your spreadsheets, yeah? Leave Cata to the rest of us. Cata was not bad. And pandas were shit too. It just wasn't my setting I know I can already see the guilties chat No actually they kind of agree with you Kata was dog shit? Oh fuck off What the fuck are you talking about? Pop the brakes What are you talking about? Cataclysm was great Who the Catter was shit What is wrong with you? Are you trolling? Fucking clowns man Clowns Clowns Ah, uh, uh, You make me sick, Catter. This is because you played the Dragon Soul for a year. Which I agree fucking sucked. I'll sit here and tell you, yeah, we had the Dragon Soul for a year. And that was dog shit. That's not the whole expansion. That's not everything. Break yourself upon my body. Jesus Christ. <sighs> anyway. Fuck is- <laughs> Then came Walls of Draenor, though. Oh, I I mean, uh, the guy who agrees with you guys, by the way, seems to enjoy Walls of Draenor based on that one sentence. So, where does that leave you? Then came Walls of Draenor and this new setting dragged my attention back to World of Warcraft because my real life, a little baby girl already born and a baby boy on the way, I only was able to hop into WAD shortly before the start of Legion. Alright, he didn't play it, so that doesn't count. <laughs> I re-rolled a normal PvE realm since my old one died, and Legion was just great. Yes, there was the damn randomness to get the correct legendary or the Forge stuff was just annoying or the stupid crucible, but overall, great expansion. This time I levelled every class to or near max level. Now I want you to take I want to take you all back to the 3rd of November 2017. How specific. On that day, Jay Allen Brack. Stood there and started to talk about vanilla ice cream. Oh, okay. And the moment he said that line, it gave me chills. I sat there at my computer and I couldn't believe what I was seeing. At that moment, I knew where my destiny would lead me once more. After that, some shit about a beta for az- uh, beta for Azerite was announced. I didn't really care about that. Turned out it was good, I didn't give a fuck about that. And soon as Classic launched, Retail WoW was only a bad example of how it should have not went. Fuck Battle for Azeroth. I didn't even buy Shadowlands. Oh no. (laughs) Considering my vast knowledge about the lore. That only grew larger and larger over the last years. And the bruh, I'll never serve thing from Sylvanas. It was a good choice. So, even though I've never bought it, fuck Shadowlands 2. Yeah, well. That seems to be quite a large sentiment for that. Anyway, in classic, I started as a feral druid. Yes. I know. I know. Because again, I could activate my math cheat mode. At the time of release, there was no PvE RP realm. So a normal PvE server, it had to be. There I became a member of a guild. and But as soon as the German PvE RP realm, Calabras, was opened, most RPers left the server. And our guild was decimated to only a handful of active players. We joined another RP guild and to this day, every now and again, I host RP events. But not weird RP events most people I've met tried to do because they're, you know, really creepy. And for real, I'm super married, so I'm not going down that road. Good man. Good man. This new guild accepted me as a feral druid and appreciated my ability to be a Swiss army knife. I did quite good damage with power shifting, always being buffed, and also never turned any tanking task away. I loved my guild. And again, I felt the same spark of magic I felt all those years ago in Wrath. After a while, the leadership of the guild asked me if I would want to join them in the upper ranks, and I agreed. But as fun as the classic Feral is to play, the spec has its limits. And there was a point I just couldn't keep up anymore. I loved to be melee, and there was no way I would be a healer. In Wrath of the Lich King, my priestess could heal because of dual spec, and in Legion, she was even purely a Dispriest. priest. So I knew how to heal. But I hated healing as a druid in Classic. I despised it. And at that moment in time, everyone basically knew that TBC Classic was coming and there was no way I would ever be healing as a piece of wood. Tree healing's really nice. The guild knew I'm a capable member and only hold back my by my class choice. So they agreed that I could join raiding with my night elf warrior. I do, <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. I had a night elf warrior. I did. They do flips. It's fine. It's fine. I do essentially the same tasks as I did as a Feral Druid. But just be better at it. When C'Thun fell for the first time. I was the top DPS of the raid by a country mile. And have shown that I am reliable. Went out of my way to help other guildies in need. and would never turn a task down. Do you guys feel. <clears throat> after all this description. Of how useful he is. Trusted member of the raid. Reliable. Rerolled. Never turn down a class. Somebody's going to invoke some entitlement. (laughs) I think I deserve this. After all these years, I think I deserve this. I think it should be mine. But Nightbane though? What could it be off Nightbane? Shield maybe? I tried to impersonate exactly your definition of a ball as perfect as possible without healing obviously sadly we did not clear nax ramus the four horsemen were too much i saw the writing on the wall already some time before we were inspecting the floor of that boss room see i was never interested in thunder fury sulfurous even atiesh for me those things are nice to haves as the huge law nerd i am There was one unholy blade in this citadel of darkness. The Holy Grail. I of course refer to the corrupted Ashbringer. There I stood knowing that we were not going to clear Naxramus And not even be able to kill the High Lord to even have a chance to get this unholy blade. And there I was offered a choice. I was the top DPS of the raid. And had tank gear some other MTs would kill for. If i really wanted the ashbringer i could switch over to another guild and claim the ashbringer as my price i didn't do it i want to be clear i didn't do it i made a promise to myself i would never betray this guild that looked after me the ashbringer is still not in my possession and it still stings a little bit but at the same time i'm kind of proud that i did not don't let this blade rot in my bank because it shows It shows that the guild is just that much more important. Screw those pixels. I love my guildies. And I would never turn my back on them. (laughs) So to add to this, he turned down Corrupting Ashbringer. For the guild. For the guild. Fast forward then and the setting is of course the Burning Crusade classic. Because of my reliability, I was asked to be the warrior tank of the first of two 25-man raid teams. I agreed, knowing that warriors in the Burning Crusade are quite unique and the best role for them is just to be the tank. At least until later in the expansion where the guild agreed I could go DPS and taking one of the paladins or druid as my replacement in the tanking role. We were two weeks into the expansion and some members of Raid Team 1 had begun Karazhan saturday evening i was still leveling farming rep and working on the achievements to Kara, thinking i still got one more week to get it done you see leveling as a protection warrior is not the fastest way to do it why did you do that but it is steady suddenly i get a whisper from the guild master hey man how's it going do you think you could tank Karazan next wednesday i was still 69.7 and only three steps from finishing the achievement agreed i also warned the guildmaster that my gear is shit, my shield is shit, I don't have enough time to change much about that because I thought I would have one more week before raiding. As soon as I sent that message, help was sent in form of a glorious space goat that helped me grind out the last 30% to level 70. I trained flying, and the guildies helped me through the Netherstorm dungeons and the first Caverns of Time dungeon. Tuesday evening, I completed the last step and I was now able to enter the precious Karazan. But my gear was a clusterfuck, guys. I had leveling stuff, dungeon loot, bits and bobs I collected on my way to level 70. To reach 490, I had to equip a green gun and green shield, both of the champion gear. With my greens equipped, I was as ready as I could possibly be. You know, I never really ever stepped foot in Karazan before that week. This was my technical first time besides of a one-off quick just for fun as over leveled character in retail wow transmog run i tried to learn everything about the bosses before the raid but about the trash or the way through the tower i had no idea as beautiful as karazhan is it was a labyrinth to me there i was standing with my shitty geared character barely worthy of tanking a normal level 70 dungeon and dealing nearly no threat due to my terrible weapon and tanking Karazan. luckily the others knew this place we were fine this night prince malkazar fell the feeling standing there and tanking every one of this myriad of punches with his absolutely horrifically horrifically equipped character was unbelievable to me he dropped a nice one-handed axe and this weapon because we had no one else who could use it would go to me And helped me generating threat by a large margin. It was no weapon for a tank. But it was definitely better than my current one. The other bosses on the way also dropped here. And there was one or two items of decent tank loot. And now I wasn't that shittily equipped anymore. Just very bad. But not terrible. We wiped a couple of times on nether spite due to my lack of experience. And then we called it a day. The second night of raiding was set for Friday. And I tried to get the optimum out of this crap I was wearing. Still had no time to visit any dungeons because of real life. I just couldn't do it. Raid Team 1 started this week to raid Karazan with two 10-man teams. And the other team killed Spite on Wednesday. So they only had Nightbane left to kill. Our 10-man group started with Spite And Nightbane unkilled. Nightbane even unpulled. Nether Spite fell at the first pull and it was epic. And so off to Nightbane we went. The other team already had made some progress But hadn't managed to down him yet With the 5th pull we killed Nightbane With my horribly geared warrior tank Barely surviving even (laughs) Only one of his attacks and still wearing This green shield that I bought From the auction house Looking like a turtle shield out of Wailing Caverns One hour later the other team managed to kill This burning dragon too But we had the first kill And we were very proud of that moment I know it's not a race to world first, but at that moment, this whole situation felt that way. At this evening, we made this picture as a homage to my glorious shield. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like that shield animation, actually. <clears throat> I like that shield. Your night babe, come at me. <clears throat> Currently we're rocking through tier 4 content it's a joke but a fun one. We're clearing gruels in McDermott's chamber in around 40 minutes without breaking a sweat and I'm having the time of my life again after all these years. I could be happy, at peace with myself, just tanking and chilling. But I made a mistake and I don't know how to handle it. And this is why I come to you, preacher in the audience. You see, when the Burning Crusade, the boost and the mounts were announced, I was furious. I walked through the portal with six manually leveled characters and farmed 8,500 gold all by myself. And no, I didn't boost either or even play a stupid mage. Not a single coin was bought with real money or earned through GDKP or some shady shit and not a single level of these characters was boosted. Four of these characters would be used for their tailoring cooldowns. One of them to disenchant. The sixth would be my warrior as armor blacksmith and goblin engineer. The day of the opening I ran with every character to the portal. stood there in exactly the right place with the exact same camera position. And waited for the perfect time. No other character of any player was seen. With my legendary skills in MS Paint I made this picture of my characters. And I was proud of every single one of them. There in front of the portal. Stood 135 days of playtime in the form of six honourable and prepared characters and the availability of the boost and the mount felt like a betrayal by Blizzard. In the wake of this betrayal and a moment of rage, I announced in the Guild Forum that I would quit the game if they would add the token to the Burning Crusade Classic. By my honour, I've sworn it. As soon as I read this now to the Guild Forum in printed text, it felt right. Only the next day I doubted and wondered if I didn't just make a horrible mistake. I always fulfilled my promises to myself. As the warrior tank of the first 25-man raid team, I do have a responsibility to my team. And now I'm confronted with two oaths which contradict themselves. On one hand, I promised myself I would never let my guildies down. On the other, I announced publicly to the rest of the guild that I would quit as soon as the token was released. At the current state of this company, it seems a question of when, not if. I feel a bit like Mad Season at this point. The token is a dark cloud, hanging over the whole game and threatening to destroy everything. I now have to decide between breaking my oaths, one of them anyway. To even more nerdy, my body is human. My mind is Vulcan and my heart is Klingon. (laughs) I mean, I get it. So I come to you. (laughs) I come to you. Everwise chat. What shall I do when the end time comes and that foul token arrives? Okay, well, you're not ninjuring Luke, but you want advice on this. Thanks for reading my story and your advice. I'm sure my English wasn't the best. I'm much better at blowing stuff up just to make kids laugh or confuse them by proving a theorem of an old dude from Greece about triangles that he didn't even discover by himself. But have a nice day. Well, I it's a personal choice, but i'm gonna leave this one to the chat (laughs) i'm gonna leave this one to the chat if you're looking for actual advice because i don't know what will happen to the community at all besides what happened in retail which is that everybody is just going to be scamming as much gold as humanly possible from people buying tokens and buying everything and then you're going to get into endless arguments that it's not pay to win And I honestly have no way of defending the stance that it's not pay-to-win. Because you can buy absolutely everything in World of Warcraft with gold. (laughs) You can buy absolutely everything. There is nothing you cannot get with gold. There is nothing you cannot get. You can get every rating, every achievement, every kill, every piece of gear with gold. Mmm. 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 Hmm. can't buy pride no you can't but it does destroy the economy if you look at well oh, the last time i logged into wow I was looking for group chat it wasn't the prettiest site i've ever seen but uh it's a personal choice it's a personal choice i imagine the boosting scene is gonna be uh as bad all right okay are you ready to get weird with me All right. (sighs) All right. We need a guild name from our wonderful live audience. (sighs) We need a guild name. The guild tokens. All right. (laughs) All right, we'll go with that. The guild tokens. All right, here we go. Dear Bex, if you're proofreading this story for Mike, I apologize in advance. There it is. There it is. Hi there, Preacher! I've been a very big fan of yours for years now, and I'm enjoying side quest content. Thank you very much. Having watched every episode of Drama Time, and now amidst the global pandemic, I figured I should take an evening to write you a little short story of my own. Currently, I'm 28 years old, clinical psychologist, living in Australia, or Australia as you call it. I started playing World of Warcraft 14 years ago, right before, right after the Burning Crusade had launched. I had a blast playing with my friends through high school, when unfortunately, midway through Cata, IRL got in the way, and I made the mistake of applying to a psychology degree. So I said goodbye to WoW, my dad's huge, enormous, powerful PC, my mum's cooking, said hello to textbooks, a second-hand laptop, microwave noodles, as I moved interstate to do my degree. Years passed, and eventually I had the time to come back to World of Warcraft with the launch of Legion. During a super chill international guild that suited my wacky raid times in my current time zone, the guild was called the Guild Tokens, and I still raid with them to this very day. The guild is run by a pair of 24-year-old identical twins called Araya and Christopher, who still live at home. And over the years, along with the twins, the core raid team of this guild has grown into a close second family to all of us. We get ahead of the curve every raid tier, we've had IRL meetups, and it's generally a good vibe. However, approximately one week ago, I heard something that has haunted my nightmares ever since. And I'm stuck at a moral crossroads with which, perhaps, you guys can help. Oh, I didn't change the title, did I? Sorry. My bad. My bad. There we go. All fixed. We're progressing on Heroic Painsmith. The raid is going well. However, a multitude of wipes on the boss throughout the night had worn out the raid team, and tensions were starting to get high. Specifically, our raid leader, Christopher, was getting increasingly frustrated throughout the night. And the guild leader, Araya suggested we take a break i thought this was a decent idea shake off the cobwebs everyone can relax take a breather grab a drink we'll come back in 20 minutes to crack on with Painsmith. i step away from my pc for about five minutes to get a beer fix some snacks and then settle back down to my seat to review some logs see how my performance was is there some way of me getting better whilst glancing at my second monitor i noticed everybody but christopher had muted themselves in discord awesome I thought maybe we can discuss how this, how his day's been, relax him as the raid leader. If anything out of the ordinary is happening in his life at the moment, and have a general catch-up. I'm a psychologist after all. I kind of care about these things. He isn't the type of guy to get frustrated easily. Maybe I could have a quick, tiny little therapy session with him over Discord. I put my headset back on and got millimeters away from clicking push to talk key when a bunch of muffled grunts came from his mic. I was confused. But I just figured, okay, he's not at the PC right now. Maybe he's still a bit mad. Maybe he went to grab a drink and just forgot to mute his microphone. All good. Maybe he stubbed his toe. Just then, a subtle kind of groaning sound cursed my ears. Only it didn't sound like Christopher. This was definitely Uriah. Again, kind of odd, but they are siblings and they do live together. Maybe they were just having a chat. But then I couldn't quite make it out. But just then the noises persisted what am i hearing what are they doing i was trying to piece together some sort of plausible excuse maybe they're just having a good meal But then Christopher says, spit on it. Who says, spit on it during a meal? My brain still tried to process what was going on. Was genuinely trying to apply some level of logic to this situation. Maybe it's a massage. Kind of weird. But they were stressed out. That doesn't explain the slappy noise. I did what any normal person would do. I sat and I listened. For about three minutes. To be honest, I was in shock. I was listening to some I was listening for something that would make sense of all this. So that I could go, oh okay. Before, of course, throwing my headset on the desk and walking away from my computer. Twenty minutes later, after bleaching my eyes and ears. I came back and sat down to continue raiding. <laughs> well, I'm still gonna raid. I'm <laughs> still gonna raid. <laughs> oh my god! Is that no legs? <laughs> well, I'm not gonna. What are we gonna do? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna miss the raid. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say a word for the rest of the night, how could I? Christopher and Araya were suspiciously calm after the raid break which really kind of confirmed my suspicions Now as gross as that is Preach in the chat I have a question for you I am a psychologist IRL I never hold any judgement against anybody And considering these two have been good friends of mine for years, I would render my services freely. Do you in the chat think I should engage with the twins? About this subject. Or should I simply keep my mouth shut and pretend it never happened and also keep my raid spot? Thank you. Alright, so Bex did reach out to the author, the author of this story. It is real. This is above our pay grade. By like a long way. You know? This is way above our pay grade. I don't think you... I don't, I, 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 I don't want to be involved. You know? I don't think any of our audience do either. I think we're happy to just find out what happens next. Really. <laughs> I'll handle it. <laughs> we got some volunteers. I'll handle it. <laughs> I got this. I got this. <laughs> it's got from the moan. Hey, you're not the one who had to do it. You're the one who had to do it. During the raid though. Very convenient. Hey, the Lannisters send their regards. You you get what you need to do. Let's kill a guild. (laughs) Didn't you say it was always good to be the volunteer? Yeah, yeah. There you go, remembering stuff again. There you go. I have never heard anybody having sex over comms. Not once. Yet it does happen more regularly than you would like to think. It must be a heroic thing. It would never happen in Mythic. Mythic raiders are a much higher standard. That's that's what the difference must be. The mythic raiders are a much higher standard. It's got to be a heroic thing, right? Is that what it is? It must be. It's got to be a heroic thing. It's sure. You've got that distraction going on. I think that's what it is. For real. Clearly, like at the mythic level, you're elevated above that kind of stuff. <laughs> we got different problems, yeah. <laughs> we got different problems to deal with. Mythic <laughs> just know how to mute. That's what I'm saying. You're playing with a different caliber of player. We would never make such an elementary mistake. You know, they know how to mute their comms. I, I've got, a, I've literally got a button for muting my comms. I've got a, a special button that I can press that has a light on it, so I know what's going on. I know, I've never left my mic unmuted, ever. (sighs) Let's just kill a guild. Let's get back to normality and kill a guild, shall we? Because that's how we like to do it. Breacher! And a manly Saffa Brofist? Saffa? From the land down under. Under to you and a cheeky nip slip to your audience. Well, there you go. There you go. I've said a couple of stories before about helping newer, less progressed guilds. (laughs) Shit guilds. But I had learnt my lesson and I've stopped. (laughs) I've stopped. We didn't tell you to stop. A little introduction to the cast of my little tale. Miss Pamela, the basic warlock. I decided to take a break from World of Warcraft after losing my shit progressing mythic Jaina. Mm. We had sub 5% wipes. We couldn't time the breaking the people out of the icicles well enough and were making silly mistakes. I was hitting a rough point at work where my hours were getting longer and more stressful. So I took a break until Classic came out where I smashed that with some mates. But I decided to come back to retail as I got that itch for real raiding. One-shotting everything on progression isn't isn't my idea of raiding. And I had done all this the first time around. So after logging back in, I discovered that there was no welcome parade planned for my return. There weren't any welcomes to greet me as I returned. My guild was made up of a few alts which hadn't been logged in in months. And that one social who always seemed to be online but you never spoke to them and they never spoke to anyone in the guild. And you really didn't want them to ask you to join join into a Mythic Plus. We we all know that guy. (laughs) Please don't ask me. Please don't ask me. There's nothing worse than typing into the guild chat. Anybody from Mythic Plus? And that guy responds. Son of a bitch. Didn't mean you. (laughs) <laughs> anyone for M plus not you <laughs> no, no 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 not you so i took the opportunity to try a class that wasn't my pally <clears throat> i re-rolled as an unholy dk it was off to trade chat i went yes i know trade chat guilds yuck but in my defense i was going to be rusty and i didn't want to trial in a good guild with my wheelchair all rusty and squeaking so I jumped into the first guild, which required a quick chat over Discord before getting the invite. Any guild that gave me a straight-up guild invite, I ignored. Nothing good could ever come from that environment. I had a chat with both guild masters. Oh my god, are these the same twins? Please god, no, man. <laughs> They're brother and sister from Australia. <laughs> we spoke about raid times. <laughs> what was required of me? performance and so on and so forth so i flashed my cutting edge gahuni ahead of the curve from battle for dazzler lore in the first couple of days it's release and my mythic Jaina progression logs i told them i mained a rep pally but i'm going to be a dk i had the options of a druid and a shaman which i knew how to play all specs well and they had similar levels of gear as my death knight they seemed impressed enough to let me trial for the guild and that i would need to work on getting my dk geared but they would be happy to carry me through heroic to gear me up I farmed M plus keys all week to get myself some creamy creamy items so I wasn't that hard of a carry. The first raid night was finally here. And I had scraped together some decent stuff. Nothing too mind-blowing but I had good stats and zero decent corruption. Oh I had zero decent corruptions. Fuck me. Remember corruption? You didn't have 50 to 60% more crit than you were supposed to have? Okay. But I had farmed hard and got good enough essences. Battle for Azeroth seemed really good for swapping to a new main. But I wasn't going to maintain alts. I logged into World of Warcraft that night. Potions, flasks, food, spare enchants and gems in case I got some good upgrades. So I didn't have to be that guy. But no, what they're saying is I was confused at that too. If you're sticking to one character, it's not too bad. But you're not going to do your alts. That's what they're saying. If you're going to stick to one character, it's fine. But you're not going to do like blood of the enemy on your alts. Although I did and it was horrible. (laughs) It was absolutely horrible. That's what they're saying. If you stick to one character, you're fine. Just don't drift over into everything else. I didn't want to be that guy. You know, the guy who needs to resummon after each piece of new gear. Seems after like 13 years of playing to not be able to buy five gems to put in their bags or enchants. Kenny. I did my research into all the bosses so I knew exactly what was up and how to min-max as best as possible. And that first night I did fairly well for 450 item level. I was the lowest item level in the guild, but still keeping up with people 20 to 25 item levels above me. We killed the first six, then call it a night as we started. as it started to get late to that night. And their strat for Vexiona was whack as fuck <laughs> because of Jim Bob. Let me explain their strategy, okay? How do you do Vexiona in a weird way? Vexiona's the breathy dragon, right? The fake anexia? Okay. During the air phase, instead of running to the front, then middle, then front again, only using two spaces in the room, which allowed for minimal movement, Jim Bob yeeted from the middle of the room before any breaths, to the back by the stairs, then to the front right, then middle left. We were all supposed to follow him. His reasoning for this is the breath takes longer to reach those areas. that hurts that actually hurts like you know in here i can feel that he looked like a pinball yeeting back and forth while everyone ran after the ad trying to kill it it actually looked ridiculous it was two-ish hours of memes during trash packs and jim bob asking the healers if he felt squishy oh he's the tank oh my god he's the tank dragging the ad to all these locations oh my god i guarantee you he's like a demon hunter and that he was thinking about re- Oh no, he's not. <laughs> thinking about re-rolling to a DH for Mythic Progression. <laughs> he was extremely squishy. Not because we had bad gear, but because he never fucking used defensives. Now I'm not saying that in the sort of general way. We could see this in the logs. When we asked him about it, I know we just had a story that involves some incest, but genuinely, like personally, this is worse. This was his reply. If there are any people who have healed in an MMO or World of Warcraft, I'm so sorry for the sentence I'm about to read to you. There is no point in using defensives if I don't die. I'm going to save them for death blows. It's stupid to spam defensives if I'm not going to die. there it is there you go i posted the logs in the log channel as the usual logger was unable to make the raid that night in addition to the logs i usually post a screenshot of the overall rankings based off item level (laughs) fuck you and all (laughs) why are you doing that (laughs) i usually post by item level so you can see if gear is carrying and so that i can show up the closer to the top (laughs) fuck you as well Posting screenshots of rankings Oh my god kill me Miss Pamela was chilling out At the bottom of the table There was a few comments about Miss Pamela's damage Being low on a few fights to She said her corruptions were garbo And the other warlocks doing the big damage Have 15 plus stacks of some sort of corruption They needed and she only had two But the next week she would be up there With everyone else and she had enough currency To buy the, the stacks easily I didn't think much of it Maybe that was true Is it mastery for the warlocks? Haste mastery? A couple of raid nights later, we became proficient at face planting so hard We got to to clearing Nihilotha in a single raid night I slowly crept my way up to 463 item level And my item level passes You are so obsessed with passes, it's actually painful And my item level passes became pretty solid Jim Bob started relying on me to log the raids for the guild Which I did and was happy to do it I posted the link at the beginning of the raid at the end of the night. I posted a screenshot of the passes by item level. And most people were happy. <laughs> I'm going to kick you in the dick. I swear to god. <laughs> what guild is this? Why are you not? I don't understand why you're not being set on fire by posting this screenshot. I swear to god. I swear to God, why is your guild not curb stomping you? Everybody can see the logs. What are you posting screenshots for? What the fuck? <clears throat> Most people were happy. Except Miss Pamela. Someone had asked if she had got her 15 stacks of coru- fifteen stacks of whatever corruption yet. But she said she did, but the game is now RNG. Oh, she's using infinite stars, right? It's got to be. <laughs> it's got to be infinite stars. She said the game is so RNG... That if she has to do mechanics, or if her trinkets would proc, then it seriously screws her DPS. Then she saw the screenshot of the logs I posted. She told me that my logs are wrong. And that I must be manipulating the logs, so that her passes would come out grey. Because she was usually in the top 5 for DPS in the guild. I didn't think much about it. Thought she was new to logs, so I explained that I had the logs sorted by item level passes so it would be more representative of skill over item level. Can't be happening. <laughs> this cannot be happening. Annihilator. <laughs> <In> <laughs> this cannot be happening. Oh, god damn it, man. Oh. <clears throat> so it's more representative of skill over item level and that it helped up it helped up with lower item level to figure out if we needed to improve or it's just a lack of gear she said that well according to my logs it seems she should delete her character because she doesn't know how to play the class well of course i wanted to help and i would always help a fellow guildie i looked over her logs in fine detail Compare it to what the other locks around the 90th percentile are doing. And I typed up boss by boss explanation of what she's doing wrong. Oh, that's 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 awesome. That's so cool. That's the best way of going about that for sure. A dossier on your fail. <laughs> People love that. People love it. Was it laminated? I hope it was laminated. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I can't. I listed that her talents were a friction affliction were non-optimal. Oh god, it's got like chapter. It's got like an index. Chapter one: talents. <laughs> boss by boss. Chapter two: spellcast. <laughs> she had let some dots drop off. She could maximize unstable affliction more. Her positioning on some fights wasn't perfect, as she spent a lot of time running without recasting dots. Not popping dots with cooldowns or lust. A few other guildies read over the dossier. and asked if I could also look at their logs too. No they didn't. You fucking liar. <laughs> you fucking liar. There's no way. How oh, can you do that for me as well? You fucking liar. There is no way anyone asked you to do that for them. There is zero chance of that happening. <laughs> Which I did the next day i woke to an extremely angry message from miss pamela saying i was out of line flexing my ep when she's just playing for fun telling me i must be a sad loser who does nothing but criticize people to make myself feel better i was honestly shocked so i messaged back i said i said you accused me of incorrect logs I told her why they were not wrong and showed her exactly why she was surfing the grey area, surf, surfing the grey wave, and gave points on how to get better. I was being perfectly helpful. I don't know how this story ends, but if you're listening, this is like the most obnoxious way of doing something like this in the world. <laughs> just in case you genuinely believe you're being a helpful person, it's so obnoxious. It's unbelievable. I just want you to know that. It's important for me that you know that. There's a much better way of handling these situations. <clears throat> not to say you're wrong. Not saying that. It's just a better way of dealing with it. Okay. I said I had not once criticised her for being bad. It was other people in the raid asking why her damage was so low. And here she was, throwing her toys out of the basket because I had the balls... To tell her how she was wrong. <laughs> Kill me. The balls. <laughs> the stones. <laughs> to stand up. <laughs> I put her on ignore in Discord and sent a screenshot over to Jim Bob who said that he read uh, that he read Get Good post the night before and thought it was great that I was showing the initiative to help Gildies get better. What's the title of this story again what a surprise he told me to ignore the drama and he'll sort that part out <clears throat> the next raid night we jump into heroic our plan was to get ready for mythic progression so soccer boss we all had to get used to running the balls i was in the same group as miss pamela of course pull one shit hit the fan We were separated into our groups of three, but it was assumed people would just jump into the orbs they needed to soak. I saw the groups of three and assumed that left in the raid frame jumps in the left orb. Middle of the frame jumps... You have microphones! What are you... (sighs) That's how I would have done it. And I'm sure people in chat who did progression on the fight would have done something similar. Be it stacking raid frames or an ERT note. Nope, not this raid. The left person on the note was in the middle. The middle also stood in the middle and right stood on the left and we wiped. They're up for so long. They're up for so long. Oh my god. Pull two. (sighs) People said which orbs they would soak. But this time left stood in the middle. Middle stood in the right. And at the very last second right leaped over to left. Jim Bob the tank decided he was going to run the ball. While tanking the boss to help DPS. (laughs) Uh, uh. It was discussed that he had the idea To just stand in the orb and keep tanking the boss Where he was, which can be done by the way Second group's turn Which is my turn The second the orb spawned, I was already in position Middle had the rogue run over to it But Miss Pamela decided That they would do my orb instead we wiped. Miss Pamela lost her shit at me. Telling me I had taken her spot. I said I was there before the orb even spawned. I then said can we just set the group. So we know exactly which side we're going to. Before the orbs appear. The raid agreed. And people sounded off on the side. That they would prefer. No idea why it matters so much. But whatever. That I went left. I want right. I want middle. <laughs> I can only do it middle. <coughs> I do want to point out, I did do my WoW raid this week. And you know, Fate Scribe, one of our players made the claim, I'm not going to mention any names, that they could only do the third ring. Because that's the only one they've done before. In a room full of circles. <laughs> Chris was there. It wasn't Finn. It wasn't Finn. No. (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh. To which we explained the circles. (laughs) Circles, so it doesn't make a difference. Okay. So, anyway. People wanted their specific points. We set the groups. Miss Pamela said she wanted left. The rogue wanted the middle. So I took right because... I mean, I don't know how it fucking matters. Pull through. Group... W- pull three then. Group one did their orbs. But for group two, no one stood in the left. It exploded and we wiped. Where are you now, Pamela? And she said... I thought I'm in group one. So I did group one on the left. We reminded her politely. Groups did not change. We just set the sides everyone was taking and she was still group 2 left orb. Look, in all honesty, I've messed stuff like this. So. Pull 4 then. Group 1 did their orb. Scored a sweet two-tap goal. Group 2 was up to the plate. I had already lined up on the right orb. But again, the left one went unsoaked. I was then yelled at by Miss Pamela that I was standing in the wrong orb. We reminded her that it's the boss's left and that the boss was being faced out every time and left would always be on the left. Okay. Pulled up a five. Group one was now veterans at their orbs. They did it without a problem. Group two was up. Being a DK, I got the first hit so I wasn't running across the world. I called going star side and positioned myself to yeet the ball towards the star marker where Miss Pamela was supposed to be. But of course she was not there. Instead, she was stood directly in front of me, looking at my character. The ball ping-ponged between us. (laughs) She realised her fuck-up, turned around, but then yeeted the ball off to the edge. It exploded and killed some people. Look, thankfully, this must be heroic, right? Group three did. I don't think. I think uh, it doesn't kill you in heroic either did the orbs just f- uh group three did their job just fine and we killed the boss i was annoyed at this stage so i muted my mic so i didn't have very nice things to say because she was sa- <laughs> <laughs> i had to mute my mic because i couldn't have very nice things to say about her reasoning which is that this fight is just full of bad rng <laughs> <laughs> Rng is footless fight, I tell you, the orb's going left way, left ways, I don't know what's going on, man. This is fucking RNG and I'm lagging and shit. Oh, man. But then it's time for Carapace. As you can imagine, you got mind control before phase three. You got th- three of the cone blasts, because, you know, bad RNG, as she claimed again as to which way it was facing. We killed Azoth, uh, with her dead. I was pretty over it at this stage, but I got a 99% p- back to the passes. I got a 99% pass for my item level as well as the sword. So I was happy enough to not say anything about the knight. As I was taking the ranking screenshot. (laughs) So painful. Holy shit. So painful. As I was doing my customary ranking screenshot. And posting it into the guild chat. Jim Bob says that he has an announcement to make. He waits a minute as guildies start piling back into the voice channel. He promoted Miss Pamela to officer. At first, I thought it was a joke. Guildies laughed over Discord. Also, think it was a joke. Miss Pablo was a bad player. Never helped recruit. Was pretty toxic when she was called out and tried causing drama. It was not a joke. The raid leader, Guildmaster, just logged off after that. The next morning, I typed up my goodbye message. <laughs> well, here we go. I said that due to recent events, I was going to leave. I said the uh, that IRL, I mentor people. I help people to exceed at what they're doing. And I've never been reprimanded for wanting to help. I stated Miss Pamela was not fit for leadership. And if she was the caliber of officer that Jim Bob was after. Yeah, this wasn't the guild for me. I got some sad reactions to the guildies. Some responses, but then poof. My message disappeared and so did the replies. I then got a message from Jim Bob telling me to fucking drop it. I told him I was saying goodbye to the guild and stating my reason for leaving so that people didn't think I stayed for free gear and left once I got what I wanted. He ignored me after that. I saw that the other two officers had screenshotted my message and were reposting it in the guild. Telling Jim Bob that this is censorship. Oh my god. What is this guild? Oh, I need it in my life. Censorship! I logged on to WoW and macroed up my goodbye message, then sent through my message and finished it off with a g-quit. I was immediately banned from Discord. I got whispers from a few fellow guildies saying that they were over how Jim Bob was leading. I just said that I would rather leave a guild instead of continuously fighting with an officer as it makes the guild environment worse. Dimmy, the co-GM, was also annoyed and ended up stepping down the night before, shortly after Miss Pamela was made officer. After leaving the guild, I felt relieved. I felt bad that I had left with some decent gear. Well, as decent as gear a raid can get for an unholy DK. But they could easily replace the DPSs, so not all bad. I got some good passes for guild apps as I wanted to get back to cutting edge. But later on that day, I received another message. This time from Dimmy. Saying that people kept reposting my goodbye message. And and then it got to the point where people who reposted it were kicked from the guild. Which was pretty much the entire raid team, besides some obvious carries. Dibby said he's going to create a new guild, which would be our push for cutting edge in Shadowlands. And yes, I know, screw this guild. Let's create our own as another staple of drama time. But not many guilds are recruiting a um, um, melee DPS. In our first raid date, we smashed through Nylethor. And I got to help uh, name the guild. We named it after our, the Grey Passes in recognition of Pamela. <laughs> Thank you for reading my little story. If you prefer, so your barber knows who I'm talking to. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess you got your victory at the end. Jesus Christ, man. Where do you guys find these guilds? Stop posting that screenshot, though. That's horrible. That's horrible. Posting that screenshot is horrible. Like, if you did that in any of the guilds I'd been in World of Warcraft for the last 10 years, you would have been kicked, pretty much. Or at least roasted hardcore. Like, th- that, is, that is kind of uh, insane. That is kind of nuts, but good Jesus. Can we get that screenshot? Passes screenshot, yeah, like a screenshot of item level passes and things like that. There's a reason a lot of the last guilds I was in stopped broadcasting logs, because it often doesn't make any sense. Depending on what you've got people doing. It's something I really care about. You can see them on the logs. You can go and get them yourself. (laughs) It's very easy. (laughs) It's very easy. Ladies and gentlemen, that does bring us to the end of drama. A roller coaster of a day, for sure. Tomorrow night, we have a Saturday night co-op beer-swilling team stream of a brand new horror game called GTFO. A four-player. Should be a fun night. So if you're not doing anything in uh, crazy tomorrow night, we will be here to chill out and have a good time and have a relaxing experience. My family is going away tomorrow. It will probably be about 7, 8 p.m. UK time, something like that. Uh, my family is going away, so I'm going to spend the rest of the evening uh, with them because they're not going to be here for an entire week. I'm going to be without my wife and children. But it should be all right. I hope you had some giggles. I hope we had some fun. And I will see you tomorrow night. All right? Be good, guys.